0: All right, honey, so let me get this straight. Today, we're talking about Joseph, who has a woman practically begging for dick, and uh, then he gets thrown in prison, and then he's put ahead of the prison, and then there's something about three days and seven years, seven months. Seven's a prophetic number uh, being laid out here uh, again. And and then we have Ben Carson to jump in, and, and say that grain was stored in in the pyramids. I mean, is that a good summary of what what's going to happen today?
1: Sort of, but I think it's important that we out well that we, you know, let people know that this woman didn't want Ben Carson's dick.
0: Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry if I was a little a little um, vague in that the woman uh, was wanting Joseph's dick so hard that she was practically cornering him and nearly raping him, and then there's a fake rape claim against Joseph concerning the, the woman, and so that's why he gets thrown in jail. Obviously, God can't lift a finger to help this fucker out, but, you know, he can give him the power to interpret dreams, which apparently is a superpower. The worst X-Man superpower, I might add,
1: um, Joseph is an X-man. X-men. X man.
0: X man. He is. He's the first X man. X-man. He's 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 before Logan. He is before everybody. Joseph, <laughs> watch out, you world. I'm gonna interpret your green dreams, girl. Who's is Logan the wolf one? You, no. Um, well, Logan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I broke the godless engineer. <laughs>
0: Welcome, heathen. Uh, I'm glad that you were able to join us today for this uh, Daily Bible Podcast. Uh, As you know, we try to do this every Tuesday, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) We actually have today is a special episode because it's one of a three-parter. Yes. uh, This is one single story that is going to span across three days. So for the next three weeks, we're going to be talking about Joseph and apparently his massive cock that just is is being begged for everywhere.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's just the one woman, but it's fine. <laughs> okay. Maybe the other women don't know cuz if they did, <laughs> they would beg for it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like it's like it's like redwood <laughs> thick apparently.
1: They don't talk about the size of his dick, John.
0: No, but she does. She's begging for it. I don't know why. Because I mean, the dude's gay anyways, right?
1: No. What? No.
0: You'll see here in a minute. It describes him as a gay motherfucker.
1: No, it doesn't.
0: Y'all just wait. Let's start.
1: Y'all have this whole summary about this so far. But I want to start off by saying, just to remind everybody, Joseph is Jacob's son. Jacob, Israel. Okay. Joseph is his not youngest son. I fucked that up last time, but it, it it's he's his second to youngest son. The youngest son is, son is Benjamin. So Joseph's brothers, Joseph was the favorite though. Was was Jacob's favorite. So last episode, which was 2 weeks ago, sorry about that. Um he was sold into slavery. Yeah, he was sold to the um Ishmaelites, uh, yes. it,
0: it, not not E.
1: Sorry. I was thinking, I don't know, I was thinking like Euphrates or I don't know.
0: <laughs> it was the Euphratites, you know, those fuckers that live on the river. <laughs> down here in the south, we just call them, you know, they, bayou people.
1: Oh, yeah, they don't live in the trailer park. They live down by the river.
0: They live on the river. They're they're the people that catch, alligator, like wrestle alligators with their dicks.
1: Why is everything about dick with you?
0: Because today is all about dick. Because that one woman wants Joseph's dick so bad.
1: But that's only the very beginning of the story. Okay, so anyways, now y'all have where Joseph you know, you have a little bit of perspective reminder who Joseph is. Okay. So Joseph was taken uh to Egypt um and sold to Potiphar, who was one of Pharaoh's officials. He was the captain of the guard. And uh the Ishmaelites sold sold him to, to this to this guy. As usual. God is with his people, right? So, or the, you know, the individual select few people that he decides to be with. And the Lord was with Joseph and he prospered and lived in the house of his Egyptian master. Um, Also, I'm sorry about this, but this is starting off Genesis chapter 39. We're going to go through actually several chapters of Genesis um, throughout the story today. I think we go through three or four or maybe... um, Maybe we go through three. I don't know, but by the time we're done with this, we're gonna have gone through um eight chapters of Genesis. So
0: interesting. Yeah. I, I feel like they don't know how to properly chapter a story.
1: I agree. And I don't really understand why it is this way, but this is this is how it works. So um when, uh, when his Egyptian master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything that he did, Joseph found favor in the eyes of his master and became his attendant. And Potiphar ended up putting him in charge of his entire household, all of his lands, everything he owned, um, because, uh, the Lord blessed him. So in turn, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph, um, Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. I mean, I get blessing Joseph, but I mean, why is, why is God blessing the heathen there, or at least the heathen by by God's standards? Because I mean, the Egyptian is going to believe in, you know, like
1: Osiris and shit. You yes, you would think that, but the reason that Potiphar puts Joseph in charge is because he sees that the God of Abraham is with him. So I don't really understand why that has meaning to him. Technically, it wouldn't have had meaning to him. I mean, he would have known about Judaism, right? Um, but it would not have had meaning to him.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm thinking that this is one of those instances where it's more from the perspective of the the Jewish writer that yeah. is, that is making this shit up because it's 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 false. <laughs> um but i I'm, I'm betting that that's it that you know he's he's inserting his own uh biases on this and is and is characterizing the guy as being like oh i recognize your uh, abraham's god is with you and all this shit and and probably the guy was just like he gets shit done yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i'm i'm sure that it was that that joseph worked really well for him and so that's why he promoted him and the house prospered because joseph was a hard worker not because the Lord blessed Joseph, so the Lord blessed the house of Potiphar because Potiphar put him in charge. Right, you know, so it's it is what it is.
0: But I just love how, like, um, you, you know, you won't you won't have Christians that that'll question that. It's like, oh yeah, of course he recognized that Abraham or the God of Abraham's with this motherfucker. Like it, it, the pe- people don't ever think like that, like like the actual ramifications of like an Egyptian being like, oh yeah, God of Abraham, no, that fuck, had to drink with them last week, you know? <laughs> well,
1: so what's interesting, and, and I find this with most Christians that I know um, and have known in my life, is that they have a significant case of tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Right. It's 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 excessive. Um, They see everything, obviously, through the eyes of a Christian and. The whole their whole world perspective is that of Christianity and that Christianity rules kind of like Americans, like Americans think that everything's about them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just see the world differently, like even even, and, you know, I try to be, you know, culturally educated for the most part. But like even this week, I um wished one of my friends who lives in New Zealand a happy Father's Day because it's Father's Day in the United States. It was, you know, on Sunday. Well, Father's Day in New Zealand isn't until September, but it didn't even occur to me that it might be on a different day. Right. So this is kind of when a Christian is reading or, I mean, a Jew or a Christian is reading this, the Old Testament, Genesis, they're going to see it and they're not even going to think about the fact that the God of Abraham is not important to the Egyptians. Right. Like, they're not even going to think about that being a thing. Sure. They're just going to think, oh, this guy, you know, he's blessing, he he is, um, you know, being good to Joseph because God is with him and he knows God is with him. So he needs to be good to him and God is good to him too. Mm-hmm. And so they, they just, they see it. They don't even think about the fact that he wouldn't worship the God of Abraham. Right. So anyway, um, he left Joseph, he left in Joseph's care, everything he had with Joseph in charge. He did not concern himself with anything except for the food that he ate. Um. So this is where we talk about Joseph a little bit. He is well built, so I guess.
0: Here comes gay shit, guys. Go ahead and handsome. Well, well built and handsome.
1: Why is that gay?
0: Because I mean, you know, a man wrote this, and you know, like I don't know. It just seems like the even the writers wanting to suck on that Joseph dick.
1: So a non-gay person can't appreciate another person's physical attributes.
0: Look, if I'm going to describe a guy, I might say that you know he he's well built or something like that, or or you know he he's jacked, something like that. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, he's pretty boy, and and he's 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 got some muscle on him.
1: <laughs> Stop! <sighs> I can't even with the noises. Quit it. Quit it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just saying that the writer of this portion. Really sounds like he wants on that Joseph Dick too. Just saying.
1: <laughs> I think you're reading a little too much into it.
0: Okay. Well, everybody discuss in the comment below if I if, if I'm reading too much into this, but it just really seems like he. But
1: that still doesn't make Joseph gay.
0: N- n- well, no, but it's again about the biases of the writer. You know, he's he's ma- true. It doesn't make Joseph gay. But
1: earlier you said Joseph was gay.
0: Well, yeah, okay, true, but I, I just with 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 how he's running away from Dick all the time, or not Dick, sorry, with how he, <laughs> <laughs> with, with how he's running away from like free pussy the entire time. I, I, I think that you know it, it kind of warrants it. It's like, my man Joseph, he don't want no puss puss. Mm mm, he 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 wants that long log.
1: It isn't that he doesn't want a woman. John, <laughs> it's that the woman is his master's wife, which y'all don't know yet, but but um his master's wife took notice of Joseph because he was well-built and handsome, and she asked him to come to bed with her a lot, a lot.
0: Okay, well let, let, let's continue. Everybody discuss down below. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> I think you're just perverted.
0: Am I? That wouldn't be the first time that's happened.
1: <laughs> so he refused. Joseph refused her and said, with me in charge, um, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns, he has entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? And though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her or even be with her. So one day he went to the house to attend to his duties and none of the household servants were inside. Master's wife, so it's Potiphar's wife, she caught Joseph by the cloak and pulled him to her and said, come to bed with me. He left his cloak in her hand. So I guess he just kind of maybe like, if if you're going to get a visual, he probably just kind of like turned around and like ran away.
0: And lost all of his clothes.
1: Well, his cloak.
0: Uh,
1: huh? His cloak.
0: He wasn't naked. He was, apparently, according to her, he was on top of her about about to, to shove his redwood in her. No. Okay? So I'm just saying... It, it it I I think that is vague enough to where it, he could he could have been completely nude under that that cloak.
1: What kind of fucking Jew walks around completely nude under a cloak?
0: A frugal Jew.
1: No, they're all
0: frugal, John. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do I know? I couldn't couldn't afford the rest of the outfit. I just got the cloak. Oh, for fuck's sake.
1: (laughs) So when she saw that he had left his cloak in her hand, she ran out of the house and called to the household servants. Look, she said to them, this Hebrew has been brought to us to make sport of us. He came in here to sleep with me, but I screamed. When he heard me scream for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house.
0: Okay, look in context. I mean, I mean, listen. Okay, who honestly? Who out there would would, would see like their their significant other like freaking uh, uh, um, uh, carrying a dude's coat and being like, "Look, look, some guy tried to rape me. What are you gonna do about it?" Like, I I, I can promise you, anybody would look at that one and be like, "Are are you are you serious?" I just saw him run out of here with a scared look on his face, fully clothed. Well, but so yet he forgot his coat.
1: Well, so she said he ran away because she screamed, and so he was worried somebody would come to her her aid.
0: We all know that cheating men run away without their clothes on, so you know. <laughs> I mean,
1: but he wouldn't be the one. It it would. Well, no, I I, I don't I, know, I know what rapists do because I don't make company <laughs> of them. Well, but no, I'm just
0: no, I'm, I'm 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 just saying like like she's trying to say that that he almost raped her and And trying to fornicate with her, mm-hmm. I think that it would be a hard sell for anybody that's carrying around just a coat, being like he tried to rape me, and like he's standing there fully clothed, and It's just like I'm just missing my coat yeah, like I think that's that's like the lamest a- attempt at a rape claim.
1: well, she didn't need much because here's the deal. Her husband was the master of the house and and he was a servant he was he was a slave honestly i mean he he was a house jew
0: <laughs> why does that sound so racist <laughs> He he's just a lonely house jew
1: somebody didn't uh wasn't that on the news that um bill maher said that not house jew the,
0: the other word yes that we didn't can't he say we like can't...
1: last week or the week I, before I or something
0: he, he might have. I mean, it's Bill Maher. I
1: don't know. My mom said something to me about it, and I was like, he did what?
0: <laughs> okay. Anyways, enough enough arguing over pedantic things <laughs> in the Bible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, so she kept the cloak beside her because apparently she couldn't set it down um, until, her, until the master of the house came home, Potiphar, until he came home. And then she told him the story that Hebrew slave you bought, bought us came to me to make sport of me. But as soon as I screamed for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. So when the master heard the story, he threw uh, Joseph into prison, did no trial, no nothing. He was just pissed and put him in prison, no matter his reputation with the master. You know, I'm not saying, you know, you don't investigate a rape claim, but he didn't investigate a rape claim. He just got pissed and threw Joseph in prison.
0: Yeah, and, and just so you guys know, as he was throwing Joseph in prison, he was like, where is your God now? What? Well, my point is is that it's like, where where is this Abrahamic God that's been blessing him this entire time? But yet oh, a rape he- claim comes up, and God's just like, i i'm sorry man i'm at lunch i can't do anything about it right now just put it in the outbox or inbox or whatever kind of box i don't know that woman's
1: box <laughs> well so god's still with him listen How is God still with him? listen because everything happens for a reason he's gonna <laughs> save egypt He's going to save the entire world because he got thrown in this prison.
0: I feel like you're a Jewish mom right now. I'm trying to reassure like <laughs> Joseph, like, Oh honey, you are going to save the entire world. You don't worry.
1: Well, this it's what happens. I mean, it's what happens in this story. So I think, I think this is a good story to kind of teach I mean, not good to teach. I, I don't think that people should teach their children this, but I think this is a good example of why Christians think that everything happens for a reason and why people say that when bad shit happens, like, Hey, you know, when one door closes, another door opens. And like, you well, know, uh, well um, no, in God this case, has a plan. In,
0: in this case, it's when one door closes, you're in jail. your ass is in jail (laughs) but he's in jail
1: for now he's in jail for now and it doesn't matter because listen to this shit when he's in prison the same exact thing happens to him happens to joseph as did in uh, potiphar's house so the warden saw that god was with joseph and um granted him it granted him favor Um, So the warden put Joseph in charge of all of the people held in the prison. He was made responsible for all that was done there. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did.
0: So he became a house Jew for the prison. Yeah. (laughs) We have it happening once. Yes. And and then it turns around and it happens again. My guess, because of the rule of three... Is that it's gonna happen maybe not exactly that, but but in a similar way a third time yes, okay, awesome, let's go,
1: but not yet, so sometime later, we don't know how fucking long later um the cup bearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, which is the um the pharaoh, um also if you don't know, a cup bearer is a butler. I don't I don't understand the fucking need to use the word cupbearer when you could just use the word butler, but whatever. Um the cupbearer and the baker, they pissed Pharaoh off. Don't know what they did, but he got mad and threw them in prison. And so they were in prison in the same prison as Joseph with the chief um uh captain of the guard guy.
0: Luckily, the candlestick maker was
1: out on bail. <laughs> I don't think they have bail in Egyptian prisons. Do so they not? <clears throat> I I don't know. I've never been to Egypt.
0: Okay. Well, may, may, maybe the candlestick maker was just fine in his room. Maybe. Making candlesticks out of his earwax because he's a crazy freak.
1: Has anybody ever told you you're a crazy freak? You do. Oh, okay. After the cup holder and the baker had been in prison for some time, we don't know how long, Um. They each had a dream the same night um, that meant different things. They were different dreams. They weren't the same dream, but they had a dream. Um, So Joseph came to them the next morning because he saw that they were, word of the day in the Bible, dejected.
0: Dejected, meaning upset or
1: depressed. Sad, yeah. So, um. I just feel like that's a big word for the Bible.
0: Don't well, you it know? is, especially w- in contrast with having a cup bearer instead of something more elegant. Yeah. <laughs> Describing people by what they fucking do all day. It's like, oh, who's that? Oh, yeah, that's toilet shitter. <laughs> Holly does sit on the toilet and shit all day because he's got dysentery. <laughs> he's going to die in a week.
1: Why? Why toilet jokes? How does your brain go there? Never mind. I don't want to know. Um, (laughs) So he asked Pharaoh's officials who were in custody why they were so sad. Because he saw, Joseph saw that they were sad. And so they told him, we both had dreams and there's no one to interpret them. It was dream interpretation, apparently a ginormous thing. Um, Well, I mean, like, do they, you think
0: the Pharaoh has, like, dream interpreters? Like, they they just have, like, a shack set up in, in, like, the palace. And it's like, oh, had a dream last night. Midget? crawling along the beach, pulled a seashell and shoved it up his ass. What does that mean?
1: Ancient and old, old like royalty, which in this case would be, right? Um, They had seers. They well, They had people who would, you know, had the gift of foresight, people who would make shit up and be vague enough to where it could be true no matter what happened. Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God. Tell me your dreams. So apparently God is the almighty interpreter of shit. Wait,
0: wait. So Joseph is like, is God not the owner of this shit? Tell it to me. It's uh, You're not fucking God. Who the fuck are you? Who is this guy?
1: Well, no, but God is with him. Remember? I, uh, so apparently okay. God is going to speak through him to them. Which I don't understand the need for. But I don't understand the need for because God appears throughout Genesis already so far. God, God's angels. I don't understand why this is necessary, but God is with Joseph because Joseph is.
0: The interpreter of dreams.
1: (laughs) So you want want to hear about the butler's dream? Yes. The cup bearer.
0: The cup bearer. Yes,
1: the chief cup bearer. (laughs) I really want that on a business card.
0: Uh, you know what? If Chief Cupbearer, that I can see having is, you know, being able to see the personal seer.
1: Well, this is the Chief Cup Baker Cupbearer. <laughs> the <chief, laughs>
0: they've merged into Lock. one now. They've melted.
1: The Chief Cupbearer and the Chief Baker, that's who these two people were. Okay. Okay. So the Chief Cupbearer told Joseph his dream. He said, "In my dream, I saw a vine in front of me, and on the vine there were three branches." As soon as it budded, it blossomed, and its clusters ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and squeezed them into his cup and put the cup in his hand. This is what it means, Joseph said to them. The three branches are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position, and you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand just as you used to when you were his cupbearer. Very, very
0: odd, um, uh, uh, parallel or, or I guess maybe foreshadowing, because the Old Testament in the in the in the Bible mm-hmm. is a Christianized version of like the Torah and Septuagint and, right. and other thing, right? Right. Uh. So with with it saying three days, like three days will pass, mm-hmm. they will be risen up. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so, I mean, this is very, uh, I guess, allegorical to the New Testament, very uh, foreshadowing.
1: Mm-hmm. So, of the Jesus story.
0: Yes, of Jesus. Three days, bitches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when all goes well with you. The, okay, so this is Joseph again. Sorry, we got a little middle, middle of the story here. Um So Joseph tells the cupbearer, when all goes well with you, remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison, for I was forcibly carried off from the land of the Hebrews. And even here, I have done nothing to deserve being put in a dungeon. So he's like, when you get out of prison, you tell that motherfucker, get me out, too. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay.
1: So the baker's dream When the chief baker saw that Joseph had given a favorable interpretation to the cupbearer's dream, he said to Joseph, I too had a dream. On my head were three baskets of bread. In the top basket were all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh, but the birds were eating them out of the basket on my head. This is what it means, Joseph said The three baskets are three days. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) within 3 days Pharaoh will lift off your head and hang you on a tree now oh well let me finish and the birds will eat away your flesh so <laughs>
0: oh god <laughs> this is it, <laughs> it's like oh oh and and eat away your flesh of yes, course, you should flesh. you should know that but uh this uh, this is radically different from the other guy but also very reminiscent of um of Of the New testament mm-hmm. because uh the it, it, because the the um sacrifice yeah uh of of Jesus is uh you know you you kill um it, it, it's a yom Kippur, sorry I know i'm no'm I'm kind of rambling around it, but um the sacrifice of jesus is uh basically replacement for the Yom Kippur ritual in Judaism
1: you kill one and you let one go right mhm
0: and it's, it's, uh, I, 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 I'm, I have a feeling that this is uh, very, um, connected to that because you have one that is being let go mm-hmm. and you have one that is being killed
1: when they actually do this throughout the Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a, it's, a, well, I mean, it's a common theme. Like the the whole yom kippur structure, I guess,
1: Mm -hmm. very common. Do you remember the video that you did about, um, oh, leprosy? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so you would have to get doves, and you would kill one, you would let the other one go, Mm -hmm. and that was that. That's just it's a common thing. Um, it 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 is a very common theme. It happens a lot. Yeah. Um, so. I also have to point out um, in this section where it says "lift off your head and hang you on a tree." Now there are a couple definition, different in, interpretations of the word "hang" in the in the Bible, how how it was translated. So "hang" could mean hung, like you would hang someone from a tree, or it could mean impaled and your head stuck on a pole.
0: Yeah, so you might want to clarify next time you tell someone you you got
1: hung up on something. <laughs> I got real fucked up yesterday. I got impaled. <laughs> <laughs> this traffic is really impaling me up. <laughs> I don't know. I Anyway. Um, so let's continue. The third day was Pharaoh's birthday. So that this was the third day after the dreams okay um and he gave he had a feast for all of his officials so he lifted up the heads of the chief cupbearer and the chief baker in the presence of his officials he restored the chief cupbearer to his position so that he once again put the cup into Pharaoh's hand but he hanged or or impaled uh, the chief baker, just as Joseph had said to them in his interpretation. Um, the chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph. He forgot him. I don't know why they have to say it in two different ways, but whatever. I just <sighs> want to make sure you understood. He didn't remember and he forgot. Redundancy
0: is also yes. a common thing in the Bible.
1: Yes. Um. So, then two full years passed, okay? And everything is, I guess status quo um and pharaoh had a dream so pharaoh was standing by the nile um when he got out of the river um there came up seven cows sleek and fat um and they grazed among the reeds after those cows came up seven other cows that were ugly and gaunt um and they stood beside those on the riverbank The cows that were ugly and gaunt ate the seven sleek fat cows. And then Pharaoh woke up. Okay. He fell asleep again and had a second dream. Seven heads of grain, healthy and good, were growing on a single stalk. After them, seven other heads of grain sprouted, thin and scorched by the east wind. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven healthy full heads. Then Pharaoh woke up, and he'd, he'd obviously been dreaming. Um, in the morning, he was troubled, so he sent for all of the magicians and wise men of Egypt. So I guess maybe he didn't have a seer, but he had magicians and wise men.
0: Um, well, yeah, but he said he, he sent for all of them in Egypt, not mm-hmm. in the palace. Yes. So it, it still, it makes me wonder why the the uh, cupbearer and bread riser were in the prison and they were like, "But there's no one to interpret our dreams." Like, uh, I, I guess maybe they went into town and saw somebody. Uh, I have I no guess idea. Maybe I mean, it just—I don't know. It, it's just one of those small things that doesn't make sense. But it's—it's it's the small details that often, uh, you know, get uh, get you fucked.
1: Yeah. All these fucking people came to the pharaoh, and he told them the dream, and no one, but nobody could interpret it. Nobody knew what the fuck it meant. So. The chief cupbearer, he seeing what's going on, hearing what's going on, he tells Pharaoh, I'm reminded of my shortcomings. Uh, Pharaoh was once angry with his servants and he imprisoned me and the chief baker in the home of the captain of the guard. Each of us had a dream the same night and each dream had a meaning of its own. A young Hebrew was there with us, a servant of the captain of the guard. We told him our dreams and he interpreted them for us, giving each of us the interpretation of his of our dreams so uh things turned out exactly as he had interpreted them um i was restored to my position and the other man was hanged or impaled um so pharaoh sent for joseph um and he was quickly brought from the dungeon um they shaved him and he had got a change of clothes and then he was before pharaoh um, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream and no one can interpret it, but I have heard it said that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. So Joseph tells Pharaoh, I can't do it, but God will give Pharaoh the answer he des- he desires. So and then the next fucking Genesis chapter 41, 17 through 24. If you really want to go fucking read it, it's the exact same copy paste, right? Er, copy paste. Um, from uh Genesis chapter 41 verses 1 through 8. Exactly the same story. He just tells the story again. That's it. Two well, dreams. Uh, the cows oh, and the grain.
0: Right. He, he just has them again.
1: No, he doesn't have the dream again. He, oh. re, he repeats, he regurgitates the dreams to Joseph. Oh, okay. But I don't need to read them again because it's legit copy-paste work here.
0: Well, my feeling is is that the writer of this particular book is like, look, we've got to pad this shit, okay? <laughs> we we need to come up with some stuff that just make it longer. Oh, I know. Just repeat the shit over and over again. Oh, that's
1: that's fantastic. I'm so glad you're here with this. Yeah. Well, so he he told Joseph, I told this to the magicians, but none of them could explain it to me. So Joseph said to Pharaoh, The dreams of Pharaoh are one and the same. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good heads of grain are seven years. It is one and the same dream. The seven lean, ugly cows that came up afterward are seven years, and so are the seven worthless heads of grain scorched by the east wind. They are seven years of famine.
0: It, I mean, if you guys haven't haven't been keeping up, but seven's a very prophetic number. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, with Jacob, uh, he worked for seven years to get the one daughter. Accidentally fucked the wrong daughter, or well, accidentally got the wrong daughter, fucked her, and then mm-hmm. kind of like at a restaurant when you eat your entire meal, and then like, oh wait, I didn't order a what? vegetarian burger, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and and then he worked another seven years. To get Rachel, to get Rachel, which is Mm -hmm. the one that he wanted, and then Mm -hmm. I think didn't he stay after that like another fourteen or seven seven years? Another
1: seven years following after he well, so he worked seven years, fucked Leah, had a week of honeymoon, then married Rachel, Mm -hmm. and then worked another seven years to pay off Rachel, and then he stayed another seven years following that.
0: Right. So this succession of seven years is like is seen as a prophetic thing in. Judaism, mm-hmm. um so uh, it's no surprise here that you've got seven, seven, and then I'm wondering if if you have like another seven after that, or or maybe uh, th- this is just a succession of two sevens, maybe. Like I'm not exactly sure, but I'm sure we'll we'll figure it out as we go through the Bible.
1: Yeah, it is just as I as I have said to Pharaoh, God has shown Pharaoh what he's about to do. Seven years of great abundance are coming throughout the land of Egypt. But seven years of famine will follow them. Then all the abundance in Egypt will be forgotten, and the famine will ravage the land. The abundance in the land will not be remembered because of the famine that follows it will be so severe. The reason that the dream was given to Pharaoh in two forms is that the matter has been firmly decided by God, and God will do it soon. So it's like, I can't just give you one dream. I got to make sure you know I'm fucking serious. So here's another one. (laughs) Oh, okay. So
0: he has three dreams.
1: Two. Oh, the cows and the grain.
0: Okay, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. My bad. So he's got the cows and the grain, and it's just God, making but they're sure. the
1: same dream. He's right. just, it's just God being serious. Hey, don't make me repeat myself, <laughs> <laughs> except I'm gonna repeat myself because I really like to repeat myself. Um, Joseph basically comes up with a plan for Pharaoh, he says, All right, we're gonna have all of this abundance throughout Egypt, um, in the next seven years. So we have to really plan for the years of famine following or else everybody's going to fucking die. Right. Um, so that was the point. That was the point of the dream was to save these people, which is interesting that God would care one fucking iota for anybody in Egypt. Right. Um, so I, I don't really understand this story at all. However, Joseph says, let Pharaoh look for a discerning and wise man and put him in charge of the land of Egypt. I feel like he's trying to tell him, hey, hey, <clears throat> put me in charge of shit, please. <laughs> but I'm going to make it out. I'm going to make it out like I'm not asking you to put me in charge of shit. Okay. Um,
0: totes, totes, not, <laughs> not begging for it. Okay. <laughs>
1: was like it's kind of like reverse psychology going on sort of he doesn't say it's not really reverse because he doesn't say don't put me in charge but he says find a wise man and put him in charge let pharaoh appoint commissioners over the land to take a fifth of the harvest of egypt during each of the seven years of abundance they should collect all of the food these good years that are coming and store up the grain under the authority of the pharaoh to be kept in the cities for food this food should be held in reserve for the country to be used during the seven years of famine that will come upon Egypt so that the country may not be ruined by famine.
0: Okay.
1: The plan seemed good to Pharaoh. So, uh, and the officials, his officials also heard it. Um, so Pharaoh asked them, can we find anyone like this man, one who is in the spirit of God? Um, then the Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has made all of this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be in charge of my palace and all my people are to submit to your orders. Only one, only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. So here's the third time that Joseph has been put in charge of all of the things.
0: Yeah, because of the favor of, of, of the, God. God.
1: Yes, that the Egyptians don't give two shits about. Right. Right. <gasps> But also, this is—I uh,
0: mean, I mean, th- th- this whole story, though, is the basis for prophetic numbers and and uh, you know prophecies and whatnot in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it, it, this is a—that's th- why this particular story takes place over three days in the daily Bible here, yeah. because it's it's so it's so important to Jewish theology.
1: Yeah. Um. so Pharaoh said to Joseph I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt then he took his signet ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger he dressed him in robes of, of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck he had him ride in a chariot as his second in command what <laughs>
0: So you're telling me that Pharaoh was like, yo, dog, here's some bling bling. And then I'm going to pimp that raw motherfucker. Look (laughs) at this shit. It's got
1: spinning rounds. They spinning, (laughs) they spinning, they spinning. Sort of. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So he, he put him in a chariot as his second in command and, uh, men shouted before him, make way. Thus, he put him in charge of the whole land of Egypt
0: men shouted before him i just imagine a whole lot of men lining up going ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> i know they shouted something whatever it says that they shouted but still the visual of them being like
1: ah ah it's just so fucking funny to me <laughs> so i know you can't see this book so you don't understand but one of but I- i'll explain to you it's really pretty simple concept they have footnotes okay so there are footnotes throughout the book that kind of explain when there are uh, multiple and multiple translations of things or different interpretations um, what names mean things like that Um, so it's interesting in this in this passage they have a footnote where they're talking about God and it says of it the footnote is or of the God's so it could be translated well, to a polytheistic well, which I guess would make sense given that he's the Pharaoh is Egyptian, so it says in the spirit of God or of the gods, so oh well, yeah, well, I mean
0: that's that's of course Pharaoh in the context right there. it's Pharaoh right that's talking, so he's talking about gods in general.
1: But what's but, interesting is the way that this is written
0: mm-hmm.
1: is they write it in the spirit of God. They write it monotheistically, even though Pharaoh would have been polytheistic.
0: Well, right. This, again, highlights the bias of, of the Jewish author that actually penned this pile of shit. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've actually heard a, a, um, uh, I guess she's she's a scholar, professor, teaching uh, person that, that teaches on... Um, the theology of Jews in the first century. Mm-hmm. Uh but you know they te- the, she she has this concept of it being um not monotheistic but uh uh mono I can't remember the words that she uses but how how it's explained is that they like the the Judeans uh the uh, Abrahamic God people mm-hmm. Jews they believe and serve this one god. Right. But they acknowledge other gods existing so it's kind oh, of like okay. a pantheon of gods that exist and they primarily serve abraham they worship the the abrahamic god
1: but they recognize that there are other gods right
0: uh and i think that probably and i i, I don't know this but i'm i'm fairly certain that if you were to look at the actual greek or aramaic words for god in this instance that is where this footnote comes in. Right. Because it, it it probably is one word that could mean both or has been used to mean both. Right. So that's why it's probably vague. And that's why you would need some kind of clarifying thing to say definitely one way or another.
1: Well, so to be fair, at this time, like Genesis time, the commandments, the Ten Commandments, aren't a thing Right. yet so they wouldn't really they wouldn't really have the perspective of i am the only god well but no. even even in the even in the um ten commandments though he says thou shalt worship no other gods before me well, so right. even like it seems in the writing that even God recognizes that the Abrahamic God recognizes that there's other gods. Well,
0: even when you progress further and, and you get to like Deuteronomy where it's the uh, Jewish laws and mm-hmm. whatnot, the, he it even expresses that there are other gods. So it's throughout uh, Jewish theology that there are other gods that Jews just worship the Abrahamic God.
1: So I wonder why it is that now, okay, fast forward to now, why christians are so certain and so staunch about the fact that there is only one god period they don't even recognize the possibility of there being any other god and that they just worship one of others they don't necess- it's not even that they don't believe in the others it's that no others exist period
0: well, I think that's just a consequence of time and uh, exposing the religion to other cultures. Yeah, that it 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 became worked in that it was you know that there were that it, he's the only God, you know, and and eventually it would get watered down. Although, and the reason why we can say that they recognized other gods existing, just they served the one God, is because of like in um. I believe it's uh in the very beginning of Genesis when uh God uses like uh plural pronouns like yes. us and them uh or, or us, we, uh, you know, and all that.
1: Yeah, in Genesis, I mean in the very first chapter. hmm Mm-hmm. Um,
0: there there's there's that where that's but I mean, even then that's a concept of having multiple gods in the Judean like uh in the Jewish theology, because you've got uh well, as far as the Old Testament goes, which is what we're reading, because you got God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, those are the us kind of thing, oh, but, that's how they make it out to be yeah right it, but but i mean even even throughout it, they recognize that there are other cultures that have these other gods, like ba- like Baal, Baal's another god mm-hmm. um and and so it, it's just all throughout it where it's talking about other gods
1: yeah well so anyway back to back to the story um so pharaoh said to joseph i am pharaoh but without your word no one will lift a hand or foot in all egypt pharaoh gave joseph the name Zepheneth Penea. so he gave him a new name
0: What's with this renaming shit, like, halfway through your life? I don't can know. I, can I do that now? Can I Can I be, like, Zippity-Doo-Dah? Can I change my
1: name to, like, Zippity-Doo-Dah? I really prefer that you don't. Okay.
0: But I, I'm just saying, like, it's just kind of yes. weird. Yes,
1: you can go down to Social Security office and change your name to whatever the fuck you want it to be. Well, no, well, yeah, but, I mean, okay, I know
0: that I can change my name to whatever the fuck. But, I mean, <laughs> like, this is other people, like, giving other people names. Yeah. And it it just seems weird. It's like if I came into work one day, I looked at Jeff, and I was like, Jeff, you are now Scott. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so to be fair, Jeff slash Scott doesn't belong to you. <laughs> 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 um, uh, you know, Joseph slash Zephenith Panea belongs to Pharaoh.
0: Oh, yeah, that's because humans are property in the Bible, which is a concept that we shit on regularly nowadays.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, so he renamed him, and then he gave him um, Potiphar, a priest, a priest in the land, gave him his daughter, um, a seneth, okay? That
0: sounds like a disease, Potiphar. What do you got? I got a bad case of Potiphar today.
1: Well, he was the priest of uh, Heliopolis which is interesting the sun city. Mm. The sun
0: city. The sun sun mm. sun imagery mm-hmm. which is which is pretty much throughout the bible.
1: <laughs> so, so, he gave him his daughter to be to be Joseph's wife. See, not running from all of the ladies, just the one that was married to his master.
0: Well, and then he was he was made to marry this woman and then pretty much, you know, He wasn't to made her. to
1: marry her. He was given her. He was,
0: yeah, he was given her. I mean, it's like, I mean, are you going to shit on a present? Oh, thank you. I, She looks lovely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess mean, I
0: will have kids.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, but I would expect if somebody just was like, here, John, here's a woman for you, that you would say no. Well, yes, I would say no, but that's because
0: I'm not as fucking barbaric as Jews in the Bible.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> if someone's going to be like, here, John, here's a woman for you, I'm going to be like, let me, let me just call the police and report some human <laughs> trafficking. <laughs> that's what my training has told me to do.
1: <laughs> so. Joseph took um, whatever the fuck her name is. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> <God damn. laughs> a Seneth, a seneth, uh married her and went throughout the land of Egypt. He was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh. Okay. Okay. So Joseph went out from Pharaoh's presence and traveled throughout Egypt during the seven years of abundance, the land produced plentifully and Joseph collected all of the food produced in the seven years of abundance in Egypt and stored it in the cities. In each city, he put the food grown in the fields surrounding it. So, so he spread the food throughout, right? And, and made sure that everybody was collecting the food as they were required to do so, so that during the seven years of famine, everybody would have food, right? Um, so... Uh Joseph stored up huge quantities of grain like the sand of the sea. It was so much that he stopped keeping records because it was beyond measure. Now, this is where Ben Carson comes in. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know you, you you have a note where a note somewhere I think it was on the previous page that says mm-hmm. Ben Carson. <laughs> well,
1: because this is this is the story where Ben Carson gets his whole fucked up idea that um the pyramids were used to store grain. For the seven years of famine.
0: Keep in mind, for those of you that don't know, Ben Carson is our current director of HUD. Secretary. Or secretary Secretary of of HUD. HUD. Sorry, secretary of HUD. That's housing and urban development. This motherfucker is supposed to tell us about housing and urban development when he thinks that the pyramids were used to store grain instead of single dead pharaohs like you don't store food next to dead bodies uh, uh there ben carson i don't know what kind of fucked up life you've had
1: but they were in different compartments it's not like it's a big fucking hollow um pyramid with one big ass room a dead guy in the middle and grain all the fuck around him. that's not what they're like
0: They they have like like the pyramids were like burial chambers i mean they
1: yes but what i'm saying it, the the pyramids are broken up into rooms. There's rooms inside.
0: So, like you see, I mean, the you you have, <clears throat> I mean, you have the the building stuff that they use to actually build it up uh, up underneath it. But, I mean, there's there's not like huge compartments in it. Like there's burial there there's like single burial chambers. I mean, it, it was it was it, it, it's 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 basically building the wall across the border of of mexico separating the u.s from mexico for the egyptians it was very much not like it had no other like reason for being you had a king's chamber queen's chamber you had this little bitch right here there some of them had
1: see this little bitch doesn't help them at all a grand gallery okay so but here's the deal there were chambers, so it's not like it's a big fucking hollow, empty room with a dead body in the middle. Yeah, yeah, it is, honey. No, it isn't. The dead body isn't just fucking laying on the ground in the middle of the fucking room. There well, archa- are chambers. No, no,
0: well, no, the no, they're 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 in a sarcophagus and stuff. They're, I mean, they're boxed up in a nice, neat package. But I'm just saying that it's not like that. The, the pyramids are riddled with chambers. There are single chambers for one single purpose, and that's the house, the pharaoh, and all of his possessions that he's supposed to carry into the afterlife. Well, I, I get that. So, I, I'm what I'm what all that I'm trying to convey here is that there's not a lot of room in the pyramids to actually store grain, those things were not made to be reopened.
1: Um, yeah, right. I understand that.
0: So, I, I mean, like. Anything about Ben Carson that says, oh, this is a competent motherfucker. It should not be pyramids storing grain.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, just because he's a brain surgeon doesn't make him smart.
0: Well, no, true. But uh, my, my whole spiel here is just that there's not enough room in the pyramids.
1: To store seven years worth of grain,
0: right, and, and that there are chambers, but they're very they're very focused on just housing the pharaoh's body and his shit and his shit and his queen, right, in, in, in a different chamber. But you know, still,
1: right. Well, I mean, and you just, don't you don't bury two bodies in the same plot. Well, no. Well, sometimes you do. Sometimes you bury people on top of each other. People, you can't if you're Dexter. No. Nope. No, <laughs> not your Dexter.
0: Well, yeah, that's uh, in Dexter. That's how he killed. That's how he hid the bodies. Oh, like, I
1: didn't watch Dexter, but like, I mean, in well, real life.
0: Well, no, like in the books, he how he hid the bodies. There was are he, books.
1: Yeah, there are Dexter books.
0: There were Dexter books before there was a Dexter show. Oh, but in in the Dexter books, he would hide the bodies uh, in in freshly dug graves, and then people would come in, put the new body on top of his body. And then have the funeral service and bury them. So, I mean, nobody would ever know.
1: Well, especially in, because when they bury when they bury people, and I know this is probably really weird, probably a lot of people know this, but when they bury people, they actually fill it cement around it. They put cement around the box.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know that.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Not in but, all. I mean, obviously that's something you have to pay for, but in a lot of them, that's what they do.
0: Oh, well, um, but in the TV show, he cut them up and, uh, Threw them into the water, but that was more for, uh, I guess, plot, because his mother was hacked up with a chainsaw, so he hacks people up with a chainsaw, kind of deal. Um, that's fucked up. Yeah, it is. But um, We're so off on okay. another tangent yeah, I know pyramids. Okay, uh, Ben Carson. <laughs> so,
1: so it was Joseph's responsibility to make sure that this happened, that that everybody in the seven years of abundance was saving enough food. So before the years of famine came, um, two sons were born to Joseph and Aseneth. Aseneth, I don't know the fuck, whatever her name is. A-S-E-N-A-T-H. Joseph named his firstborn Manasseh and said, it is because God has made me forget all my trouble and all of my father's household. Um, And Manasseh apparently sounds like and may be derived from the Hebrew word for forget. So I guess that's why it's see, they have all these explanations as to this is why they were named is because it made me forget. I don't know why you would do. It sounds like like, I don't know why we play sounds like games for uh, names.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: Um, and the second son was um, named um, Ephraim and Ephraim sounds like the hebrew word for twice fruitful so ephraim was born and Jo and um joseph said it is because god has made me it is because god has made me fruitful in the land of my suffering um so anyway i don't i don't understand the need to put that right there in the middle of all of this other shit nobody really cares about his kids at this point in time but the seven years of abundance in Egypt comes to an end, and the seven years of famine begin. Um, just, just as Joseph said it would. There was famine in all of the other lands, but in the whole land of Egypt, there was food. So when Egypt began to feel the famine, the people cried to Pharaoh for food. The Pharaoh told all the Egyptians, go to Joseph and do what he tells you. Uh, when the famine had sp- I
0: was going to say... All right, I want to see you jump on one leg for like an hour. Bark like a dog. (laughs) A big dog.
1: (laughs) Hey, in the comments, tell me what movie that's from. Bark like a dog. A big dog. You know? No. Okay. Um. So... I lost my point. So when the famine had spread all over the whole country, Joseph opened the storehouses and sold the grain to the Egyptians. Uh, For famine was severe throughout Egypt, and all the countries came to Egypt to buy grain from Joseph because the famine was severe in all the world. So apparently there was famine all over the entire fucking world, just like there was water all over the entire fucking world. It couldn't possibly just be a regional deal.
0: Yeah, so there, there was complete famine across the entire world and that is something that we have no record of like at all
1: like there's never been a worldwide famine no but all of the countries came to egypt to get their grain which is interesting because they only saved one fifth of all of the food during each of the seven years leading up to the famine they wouldn't have enough food for all the world
0: Mm,
1: no, of course, all the world to them is the Middle East.
0: <clears throat> well, true, but also it, it's only it's all like they fed all of the world that they uh that would pay. So I mean, we don't know who couldn't pay and who died of starvation because they they had no money. It would have been nobody cares only...
1: about those people, John. They're not real people. They're not real people. They're poor people. They're like
0: <laughs> they're, they're they're like the gays. Not even real people. That's that's what somebody's legit said recently. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I think that he was a uh, he was he was a politician too.
1: Awesome. I know, right? Hashtag Christian values. <laughs> Running the U.S. government. Um, so, Jacob or Israel, Joseph's father, he learns that there was a gra- There was a there was grain in Egypt, and so he said to his sons. Why do you just keep looking at each other? I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy some for us so that we may, so that we may live and not die. Um, so 10 of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain from Egypt. Jacob didn't send Benjamin, who is the youngest of his sons, because he was afraid something would happen to him and harm, harm would come to him um so israel's sons were among those who went to buy grain for the famine was also in the land of canaan
0: well yeah because it was fucking worldwide you don't have to reiterate oh it was in canaan too trust us worldwide in canaan
1: (laughs) so we may live and not die (laughs) it's it's like that through the whole thing yeah Mm -hmm. but anyway that's not the end of the story but that is the end of the day.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna stick to the days so that it matches, you know, up, um, you know, with these daily Bible mm-hmm. chapters or whatnot. So, um, yeah, um, I, I hope everybody um, turn turns turns away the master's wife and uh, has a, <laughs> has a good night.
1: Yeah, y'all, or morning or day, whatever time of day it is where you are.
0: Yep. Uh next time though we will be <laughs> continuing with this story yes. and we will find out exactly what kind of Mori episode we're going to have when the brothers The brothers show up. show up and see Joseph and he's running all of the all of the wheat the the, the the wheat black market.
1: Well, and he's running Egypt. I mean, he's, yeah. he's running Egypt for Pharaoh. There is nobody the only reason Pharaoh is more powerful than Joseph is because he has the throne. Right. hmm Interesting.
0: Entardesting, in- yes. <laughs> Very intardesting. Yeah. But we're going to continue with that uh, in the next one. So I hope that you guys uh, will, you know, join us for that.
1: Yeah. Don't forget, stand up and use your voice.
0: See you heathens later.
1: Bye, y'all.